Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I'm your host, Victoria J, and welcome back to season two. And I can't get enough of saying that this is season two, and I'm just so blessed and and grateful to be here. And I just want to thank my Heavenly Father for all he's doing in our lives and all he's doing in my life and just keeping a hedge of protection around and about us. So guys, I wanted to come back to you today because I put out an episode yesterday and it was dealing with um, being the gardener of your own story and standing in a place of peace. And it also had a Christmas special on there. And I didn't realize that it was only going to be for Spotify. As it turns out, if you use any music other than what is with Anchor.fm, it's only going to be played on Spotify. So um, most of my followers that are on Anchor um, didn't get to hear uh, the Christmas music and, and some of the Christmas show and, and I've really been having a whole lot of technical difficulties over here. So you guys bear with me. I had a couple people um, get in touch with me and say that they got messages that the show was over and that is so not true. What it was is they were switching me over to um, subscriptions uh, for people that wanted to subscribe to the channel um, to help donate to the channel and Somehow, some things got all messed up, but I've got off the phone with the technical support, and we seem to have it in place, but now we're having some problems with, it seems like I've recorded a show, and it didn't quite record, or it stopped in the middle, and all that good stuff, so bear with me, um, keep following me, and for those of you that activated um, donations, and I think there was a couple of you guys out there doing the 99 cents per month. That is no longer active on the page, but they do have a subscription uh, address, a follow-up address that you could use right under the episodes or even on the top of the episodes if you wanted to continue to donate. And that is certainly something that is very, very appreciated. So I wanted to come back to you guys. and, And first of all, thank you for your donations. I forgot to say that. And I wanted to talk to you guys about what we talked about yesterday. And we talked yesterday about standing in a, ple- a, pa- a place of peace and being the gardener of your own story. And I listened to it, as I always listen to it before I add it. And uh, when I tell you when God lays something on your heart, uh, he wants you to go back and correct it immediately. He wants you to go back and for me, he just wouldn't let me rest until I gave you guys a little bit of more information about how to stand in a place of peace. And he said to me as I was in my word this morning, and I feel like I have a great relationship with God and I can hear from him. You're not telling what I want you to tell. You're giving them soft blows. And nobody wants a soft blow. Nobody wants another um, show where you're giving half and you're not giving all. And you're doing it because you don't want to 
uh, hurt anybody. You don't want to put out too much out there too fast. But I'm giving you this word so that the, the people, my people, will be able to sit down and think about some of the things that's going on in their life. And I realized that's what I was doing. I was trying to make it more commercial than to give you guys what God has given me. And when you're not obedient to God and you have a great relationship with him, he will chastise you. So I wanted to go back and I wanted you guys to know that um, standing in a place of peace for me was just exactly as I told you yesterday. But there are some underlying things that I didn't tell you, and it's the rebuilding process, um, the rediscovery of something that almost wasn't. And I, if it wasn't for God stopping me in my tracks of making all the wrong moves and doing all the wrong things and being around all the wrong people, I wouldn't have been at this place that I am right now in the place of peace. But first I had to discover something that I almost wasn't. And I had to rediscover myself. And that's a hard pill to swallow. And I think for me, I was trying to sugarcoat it and and, and put icing on the cake, as, as they say, on a terrible cake. But the icing just tastes sweet, if, if you can follow me. And standing in a place, place of peace, when I listened to it, it sounded like, you know, everything was so easy. And, and, and that's just certainly not true. Every day was a hard day. Every day was a different day. Every day brought on a new revelation and it brought on a new problem. It, it brought on losing people that I loved, that, I, that were dear and near to my heart. And still today that it hurts me so that I had to lose them. But I know that if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to be here where I'm at right now and be able to have the conversations um, that I'm having with you. So this morning, as I was listening to the show again for the first time, because I always like to get a new perspective on what I put out there. And God just spoke to me and said, you need to just keep it real. Don't make it commercial. And I think because I was doing that because I was allowing uh, some people that has made some comments to me. um, I was letting them take my power. I was letting them tell me that I shouldn't talk about certain things. I shouldn't say certain things because the public is not going to be receptive of it. And even though in my defense, I was telling them that, you know, it's not for everybody. everybody, Everything is not for everybody. I listen to, certainly listen to many things that's not for me. And some things I listen to is just right for me. And even though I was telling these people that, um, I wasn't walking in it and I wasn't being true to myself and I was allowing somebody to take my power and I was allowing these people to put me in a place where I was feeling like I didn't have anything to say. And when God puts you in a position, he's already set it up. He already knows what he's going to do. He already knows the outcome and he doesn't want you to take your eyes off of what he's trying to manifest in your life. And I had to hear from him again today to get back to where I needed to be. And where I needed to be is to tell you guys that, yes, I am standing in a place of peace and I love it. And yes, I do still feel 25. But I I actually have to tell you guys the re- 
rediscovery and the rebuilding process, it was hard. It is a hard adjustment. And you do hear these voices in your head, some good and some bad. But I, I want to tell you guys that God is never going to give you any thought in your head that's going to make you do something bad or make you feel a certain type of way for some about somebody that did something to you. It's always going to be forgive, 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 forgive. Because he says in his word, if, if we can't forgive our neighbors, how can I forgive you? So a part of the cleanup process for me and standing in a place of peace and being able to rebuild myself is I had to learn how to forgive because I was holding on to a lot of garbage and I was holding on to a lot of negative stuff and I was pointing fingers. And at the same time, he allowed me to see that I was pointing fingers and I was being responsible for some of the things that was happening in my life in the first place. And I'm not just talking about the different people that I had in my life. I was being responsible for some of the things that was taking place in my life because I was going along to get along. And I'm so glad that he stopped me in my tracks this morning and he gave me something to think about. And I prayed on it after I got out of my word and I prayed on it. And he said, you know what, Victoria, you're doing it again. You allow small voices to get in your head to try to manipulate the way I want you to talk to my people about your experience. You don't worry about what the naysayers say. You don't worry about how many people listen or won't listen. You worry about the word that I'm giving you to say because there's a lot of women and men, as I'm finding out, is right out there in the place that you're at. But my main focus is my young, beautiful black women because I know a lot of us are single parents a lot of us take a lot of garbage off of some of these males that come into our life that's not adding any value to our life. We're being manipulated in some way, form, or fashion because we love them to death and we're not staying true to ourselves. And that is supposed to be my message. So I want to start right here today continuing to do what God has told me to do and not being ashamed of it because God is not ashamed of me and not being obedient to his word because obedience is what he wants from us. When he gives us something to give to his people, he's just not giving it to you for no reason. He's giving it to you because he has a plan and we can't see down the street and around the corner, but our God up in heaven can. And he had to bring me back into focus. I don't want to deliver it a soft blow. I don't want people to put comments on on the show to tell me to tone down this or tone down that. That's not what that that's not serving my God. That's going back to serving people and their needs. Which brings me to this: find your own voice. And I found my voice. And I almost just for a split second having this platform almost allowed somebody to take my voice away from me. And I refuse to do that. I refuse to, I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm not going to disrespect anybody's views. And I hope the uh, feeling is mutual. But when he gives me something to say, I'm going to say it. And the whole journey is helping my young women out, helping my women out. I know that I am not the only one 
that has gone through something that has been so traumatic in their life that we don't even realize sometimes how traumatic it is until God sits us down. And sometimes he sits us down in ways that we don't want to be set down in, whether it be uh, something happened to us, to our bodies, mentally or physically. So I want to be as transparent as I can. And I want to say you do. When I was going through what I was going through and trying to figure out how I was going to get out of the mess that I kind of put myself in, I was having a battle with my flesh and my spirit. My spirit was telling me one thing, which I know was good, but my flesh wanted to do something else. So I don't want to sugarcoat it for you guys and make you guys think that everything was guns and roses. And most of you guys out there with good common sense that God gave you know that nothing that you do in life is always just a bed of roses. And I did have tough times, but I had a breakthrough. And at the end of the day, I can say that I'm standing in the place of peace. But I continued to second guess myself. While I was going through the rebuilding process, I was second guessing myself. I was second guessing the people and the places and all this other stuff that I was carrying around with me instead of actually listening to the growth that I was having with my father, listening to my spirit instead of listening to my flesh. And I realized I had to get my flesh lined up with my spirit so they can walk in the same path and not be battling each other. Because God doesn't put anything in your mind that's bad. And I'm going to keep saying that. He puts stuff in your mind that's good, especially when it's concerning you. And I will say this, this show may not be for everybody and that's okay. That is okay. But I want to be very, very crystal clear when you're trying to cut some things out of your life, when you're trying to do a redo over of, of, of your life and God gives you that opportunity, listen to the voices that he said he he gives you, and then he'll come along. And in my case, he's come along and I've thought about something and I've rejected it or doing it this way or doing it that way. And he's come along and somebody verified it. I don't care if it was something on the TV or somebody that I know or somebody that I didn't know. He came along and he verified it. And that's what happened to me today after listening to my show. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. And I thought that I gave a lot of great tips where um, being the gardener of your own story was concerned. And also, you know, with the Christmas tips. But at the end of the day, he had to bring me back into subjection and tell me, stop, you know, I want you to cut out this commercialism. I want you to do what I tell you to do and how I tell you to do it. And I want you to speak from your heart and let these people know that when they're abusing a substance, and especially for my women, my beautiful women, I don't care if you're young or old, you have that voice in your head that, that tells you enough is enough. And especially if you have responsibilities, especially if you have young ones that you're looking after, they're gonna mimic after the things that you do first. And they're going to feel like that that's something that they're supposed to do. I thank God that my children were strong enough to look past my failures and look on to me as if um, mama's just going through something right now. And they are, they are just finding out how deep 
everything went and how deep the hurt and pain is. And I'm glad that God kept a head of protection around and about me, that I was able to push through and take care of them at the same time. But I do want to say this, it runs deep. When you're masking your hurt and your pain with something, with a substance or anything that you need to use, and it starts to tear your life apart and take you out of the will of God and take you out of the person that he had meant for you to be, then you do have to do that self-check. You do have to look in the mirror and you do have to start to change stuff and you can't change it for people. You have to be, you have to want to change it for yourself. You're, you're going to have to want to get up out the bed in the morning. And even, even when you don't want to, you're going to have to push through. And you're going to have to start doing new things and bringing new things in your life. I cannot tell you how many times I thought about going to AA meetings and different things like that. But my insecurities wouldn't allow me to do it. But I said to myself and I said to God, God, some way, somehow we're going to break this chain because I don't want that to be my children's last memory of me. I don't want to go to the doctor and have all kinds of medical problems because something that I was doing to myself. Something that I did to myself brought me to the place where I was at. So I did change it and I had to push through. I had to. And for me, God was the answer. But we sometimes we take our securities and we place them in places they don't need to be. And then God's trying to get rid of that junk. And another thing is, I didn't want God to turn his back on me. I didn't want him to keep giving me a number of signs that I was not listening to. And he turned his back on me. And now I can say that I'm standing in the place of peace because he cleaned me up in that area. Now, I still have different things in my life that I go through just like the next person, whether it's paying bills, whether I'm trying to keep my children on the right track in their life and they're giving me pushback or what have you, because anybody that's over 18, they just know so much more than you do. I still have the same problems. The only difference is I start my day with God first, and then I drink a bottle of water and get to it. And anytime during the day when something rises up against me, because it does, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't have problems like the next person, because I do. But I, I tell my problems, get thee behind me, Satan. You are not mindful of the things of God, but you are mindful of the things of man. And that is not what God wants for us. He wants us to keep our eyes directly on him. He don't want us to look to the left. He doesn't want us to look to the right. He says, look straight forward and know that you know that you know at the end of the day that I got you. I keep you under my wings. I keep you under my angel's wings. And even, ladies, I want to tell you, even when it doesn't seem like it's going to get better and everything is going wrong, that's when you know Satan is doing his job because he'll come up against you in your relationships, with your man, with your children, on your job. He will do all those things to come up against you. And we feed into it because that's the natural thing to do. But he will come up against you with so many things and have you think in so many different ways that it's easy to give up that other than go back to the norm. It is really easy to give up 
on the things that you're trying to change in your life when everything seems to be coming up against you. But if you push through and you keep God at the front of your life, at the, the center of your life, he will bring someone into your life to deliver something to you that's so mighty and and so powerful. You, you, you'll have no idea that, you know, how you got to that place. And I wanted to come back and I wanted to, I wanted to say that because he was just staring it in my spirit this morning after I got out of my word. And I, I honestly, I couldn't really concentrate on my word because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, the show went good. It went exactly the way I wanted it. I wish I had some more uh, technical help and all this good stuff. And he was like, no, 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 stop it. First of all, it wasn't that great. And second of all, you're not giving it to him the way you experienced it. You're not telling him, telling them that you had days where you didn't feel like you could get up out of your bed, but you still had to motivate yourself. You're not telling them the, the, the times that you were painting and tearing down the kitchen, you were still second casting yourself and you still was going through those angry emotions. You're not telling them when you step foot out the door that you just had three back surgeries and the devil was trying to come up against you with your finances and you was trying to get delivered and set free of all this alcohol that you had been pouring in your body. You wasn't telling them that you was bumping heads with your kids too while you was trying to be delivered and set free. And you wasn't telling them that I set you free. You didn't do it on your own. I did it. And I also rewarded you in the times when you were obedient to the things that I asked you to do. And this morning, in my spirit, I felt that I was not being obedient. It is going to be a tough road. And it is a tough road to be the gardener of your own story. But you still got to plant those seeds. You still got to find that right foundation. And you still got to water it. And every day is not going to be a good day. Every day is not going to be a good day. I woke up months and months later and realized that I was standing in a place of peace. But while I was going through it, I felt like, God, where are you? And that, and, and I just have to keep it real. And I know God was not going to rest because he's not done with me yet. I know he's going to bring some wonderful and some mighty things my way that I'm not going to be able to receive. You know, he says in this word, I will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing for you that you are unable to receive. But I also know he knows his children. He knows us. He knows us when, from when we was in our mother's womb. And he's not going to bless you with something when you are still acting in your flesh and you're not walking in the spirit. He's not going to bless you with something. He's not going to bless you with winning the lottery if you already acting a fool over the small things. And that's just the way I look at it. And my, the way my point of view may not be for everybody. But I wanted to come back on here and say, continue to be the gardener of your own story. But every day is not going to be easy. Every day was not easy for me. I thank God I didn't have the worst of the worst and going through withdrawals and all that stuff. But it did cross my mind every single day that I was going through that week, that second week. It crossed my mind to go back to the things that I normally did. And it still crosses my mind today to, to second guess God. Not go back to the alcohol because I would never do that again. I made a promise to myself and I made a promise to God first. 
but it does cross my mind when I get in situations to get in touch with different people and do this and do that and do that. And then I have to go back. I have to draw myself back in and I have to say, you know what, God? You told me to stand on your word. You told me to take on my my sword and my shield, my salvation and your word. You told me to stand on that word, have some faith, gird myself with some truth and peace and be righteous. So I'm going to stand on your word. And then I have to repent because we all have to repent. We have to repent even if it takes repenting a thousand times a day. God, forgive me for the things that I said or done that was unpleasing unto you. And he accepts that because he knows we're going to fall out of his will, especially when we're new beginners of trying to change our life. He knows that we're going to fall out of his will, and he recognized that. And I have to tell you guys, I've been struggling with something. I've been struggling with, um, I've been wanting to fast. And I know we're not supposed to tell people when we fast and when we don't fast. And I'm not telling you guys that because I'm not sure. But I've been struggling with that. And that hit my spirit today too. God will let you know when it's time when he needs you to fast on something. That hit my spirit. Don't do it just because your church is doing it. Don't do it because that's something you feel like you need to do because you read it in his word. It'll come a time and a place. He always comes on time. He always has the place that he wants you to do it. It will come a time and a place when he wants you to do that. So Victoria, stop putting stuff on your plate that God didn't even add to it. And you know what? I said, yes, Lord. I said, you're exactly right. Let me stop putting stuff on my plate, doing things that you didn't put on my plate anyway. And let me just stand here. And when I can't do anything else, sometimes I ask some of my comrades that's in Christ, stand in the midst on my behalf. I'm weak today. But I wanted to let you guys know that. I wanted to come back on here and get it off my heart. And if for nothing else, I want to make sure that I am transparent. You can't say uh, 12th Street Talk back where transparency is our love language if you're not being transparent. So I hope this helps somebody. I hope this blessed someone. And we will continue on this journey together. There are things that I'm still going to go through that I am going through in the rebuilding process of my life. Most of it is good thus far, but we never know when something bad might try to attack us. So hopefully you guys will go on this journey with me. But I want to thank all of you that are supporting me right now. And to the naysayers, I hope you guys are listening as well. I hope that you find some type of peace out of this. I hope you find your direction and your path to God because he is waiting with open arms. And we as the people, we're so good at bashing each other all the time that we don't know how to say something nice to each other. Saying something nice to somebody makes a, somebody's day. Even when I wasn't walking in the will of God, when someone would say something nice to me, whether it be my hair looked good or I was pretty or I even had situations where I would minister, I would be ministering to some of the young ladies that I worked at at my last job and didn't even realize I was ministering to them. And so they came back and told me, after you had that talk with me, it made me think about this and it made me think about that. So we can do stuff that we not knowingly that'll help somebody else. And I want to be something positive that's out there. I don't want to be anything negative. 
to be put out in this universe, not coming from me. God gave me a do-over, and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it, and I'm going to make sure that I continue to walk in his will, and, and, and I want you guys to do the same. Be blessed, and I hope to hear from you guys on my message board. I've been getting some messages, but I would love to get some more. I'd love to get some voicemails. Don't forget, you can do that on anchor.fm. And if you click on any of the episodes where it says see more, you will see a place where to say HTTPS slash leave Victoria a message. You could leave me a message. It can be included in the show. Or if you don't want it to be included in the show, you could just say, I just want to leave your message. And, and comment on the polls. It only takes a split second to go down there um, and hit whether you like the show or you didn't like the show and possibly answer some of the questions, if you will. But first and foremost, I just want to thank you for listening to me. Thanks for, thanks for now and ciao. We'll see you on the next episode.